Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hameen Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hameen Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained morons it seems like they're everywhere you turn every single day they invade the headlines Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brain politicians pulling the puppet strings, Everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Moron Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back. At this point, we don't need to watch anything that Biden does to make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean... I mean, the dude, basically, he doesn't even speak. He just talks simlish. Simlish? Yeah, like... Would you shut up, man? I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I was trying to figure out why all the trannies kept getting HIV, so I had to put a dress and a wig on and go back to my favorite gay bars and bathhouses. Uh, but this time I wore my triple masks on account of the COVID. I'll slap you in the face and i say, I demand satisfaction, you son of a bitch. Did you know that an average adult man has 144 pounds of energy? Meat on his body? What? What, what the shit? Oh, it is just groovy, man. I'm telling you, the vibe.
immaculate. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. No more on morons. It is Tuesday, September 28th, 2021, and this is episode 100, 100. of No More on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. And welcome to the 100th episode of the show where we act like smartasses and laugh at dumbasses. Yes, and we are really excited to have you with us. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's kind of a monumental episode. Our centennial episode. Yes, 100 weeks in a row we've been bringing you this ridiculous content and this take on the... Uh, <laughs> on the world of stupidity out there. I mean, we can't take all the credit. There's a ton of content out there. Oh, yeah. You guys make it easy. I mean, frankly, we should be able to do, like, a, an episode every day. Maybe a hundred episodes every week. <laughs> but ain't nobody got time for that. No. Nope. <laughs> um, so thanks for tuning in, whether you're listening at homiemediagroup.podbean.com, uh, whether you're watching on Gab TV, whether you're watching on Rumble, YouTube. We made it. I, I can't believe we made it to a hundred. On YouTube. Shocking. <laughs> but, uh, but thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, usually we give a, a, a kind of a rundown of the week that was here. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of tempted to be, just make this a, a self-indulgent episode and like roll out all our bits and characters. What? what? An indulgent? Come on. Come on. What do you want? Just hang out on the phone lines all day? Yeah. We got yeah. news to cover. There's all people right. acting stupid out there. We got to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. It has actually been a pretty, uh, Frankly, a really crazy week. You wouldn't know it from tuning in to, like, the regular news. CNN, Fox, Newsmax. I don't care what you're watching. You wouldn't know half the shit that's actually going on. But, you know, we'll, we'll run through it. I mean, I mean, the, the big one is obviously the, the, that audit in Arizona, right? Mm, yeah. I mean, everybody has been saying for, Jesus, going on a year now. Hey, that, that election didn't quite seem right. It seemed kind of yeah, phony. Seemed kind of sketchy. Yeah, but they finally, like, they put it under a, a magnifying glass. They looked at everything that they could possibly look at in Arizona. They fought them. They, I didn't think, I thought that they were just teasing us. I thought it was like a, a like free beer tomorrow. Yeah, you know? I was like, I kept wondering <laughs> when the results were going to come out. I was like, if this is really something, they would have talked about it by now. Yeah, I, I just thought it was something that Wendy Rogers made up. But no, they released it on Friday, so just a few days ago. Some pretty huge stuff in there, but if you tune into the mainstream media or if you open up a newspaper or whatever that is, they're just like, "Yep, yeah, audit proved it. Biden won. Just like we, just like we, you know, like we knew it was going to happen. It, it confirmed it. Anyway, moving on. It well, completely did not confirm it no. at all. It, it completely disproved that. It's like they don't <laughs> want to do their jobs or something. Yeah, like they're like uh, they found like. Something like 60,000, 70,000 basically like fake ballots. And they're just like, oh, yeah, I mean, we could talk about that. But look, they counted all the votes and Biden had the same, pretty much the same number of votes that they reported. I mean, they were fake votes. But they it was the illegal. same number. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if, if you, if all you have to do to work in the media these days, to be in journalism these days is read a script. Yeah. Then I see no reason why you should have to have any more education or qualifications than a telemarketer. 
Jeez, a telemarketer would actually make a better journalist. They would. Like, if something's completely not true, some of them are like, "Yeah, you know, what? I can't sell this. I, I can't tell people that they gotta, they gotta buy this product. It's some complete of them bullshit." Still have morals. Yeah, they got more morals than you know anybody working at CNN. Let like, me put it this way: the people at CNN have less morals <laughs> than your average telemarketer. <laughs> they should be paid the same. Like it's it's literally like they actively deny reality. Like obviously the the whole audit thing. Uh, I mean everything. That's going just on the with latest COVID. example. Yeah, yeah, I mean there's so many uh, things that they deny reality. Geez, last on. year, all the BLM stuff. Like the riots are happening. They're burning down a neighborhood, and the, the guy's like. Yeah, this is a really peaceful uh, protest today. They, they're they're parading around with some guy's head on a stick. That's a very uh, peaceful beheading today. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's it, uh, here. Actually, I've got something that can illustrate it. A little bit of a little bit of a. Well, let's just say that I had our war on morons reporters out there. They were at a restaurant this weekend. They caught your typical mainstream media reporter out on a date. Oh. Yeah, let's, here, let's... Wait, what does that have to do with... Oh, it just kind of shows how they think. Let's, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know I've tried to say this before, and, and I know I never seem to get anywhere, but, but this time, Jane, I am going to put it very, very simply. It's over between us. <laughs> you want us to split up? Yes. Oh, yes, I do. I don't accept. What? I don't accept it. No, no, no. You, you can't not accept it. I'm breaking up with you. Well, don't I get a say in it? Of course you don't. If I don't get a say in it, then I don't accept it. Anyway, then my sister just looked at me and she said, no, no, no. I mean, isn't that a good I illustration? Mean, <laughs> you gotta admit, it's uh, pretty creepy when you think about They're it. They're like, hey, we've got all of Fauci's emails. He funded the Wuhan. No, no, no. I no, don't accept. I don't accept it. Oh no! We we've got proof that that that, that uh, the cops don't actually murder you know black people because well, of racism. What about here. my say in it? You don't get a say in it. It's the truth. It's either <laughs> the truth or it's a lie. No, no, we're just gonna yeah. go off of our anyway. Anyway, moving on. Moving yeah, on. Yeah. I guess um, we should talk a little bit about Biden being Biden. Did you Biden did you... being Biden? Oh boy. Well, I guess actually it's Biden not being allowed to be Biden. I almost feel. Bad for him? I don't no, know. come on, come on, come on, come on. Don't feel bad for him. I mean, if Biden was allowed to be Biden, he'd be running around on all fours, <laughs> raping dogs and shitting himself. He does that. We just don't get to see it. Right, exactly. Yeah. No, so, but, but I mean, like, that, that's honestly a blessing. I mean, the man, for like it or not, he's president of the United States right now. He, he gets to live in the White House and the whole shebang, and he doesn't this even is, get mean, to he, answer questions. He's getting paid to live in the world's most deluxe nursing home. I mean, his kids, Hunter Biden must be like dancing a jig of joy. He's like, man, I thought I'd have to sacrifice some of my crap money to put dad up in a nursing home. But now they're paying him to be in one. Absolutely. Absolutely. But like the reason I kind of feel bad for him is because they won't even let him speak. And he wants to. I think that's half the reason that they push these masks so much. You're like, Mm -hmm. look. If we put a muzzle on him, then if he tries to talk, I mean, it's going to sound like one of those, uh, you know, adults from Peanuts. <laughs> but, like, I saw the other day he was um, he was meeting with uh, with Boris Johnson, you know, British Prime Minister. Yeah. And this caused such a, like, the White House reporters have actually launched an objection, like a formal objection. I think they're thinking about suing 
uh, like the White House over this because like Boris is just fielding questions from the press. Mm-hmm. And As then, one does. I mean, he yeah. flew all the way here from England. So yeah. I mean, he's a you know he's the leader of one of the most important countries in the world. Kind of part of the job. Yeah. And then he's sitting next to Biden, and Biden's like, "Hey, I'm ready now. Uh, who's got questions for me?" And the reporter starts to ask a question, and then like they just get mobbed. Like you got, I mean, you got. Yeah, thing. I couldn't believe it. Uh, unbalances the... So there's the Boris answering his question. Uh, Biden's uh, trying to stay awake. Uh, uh, Belfast Good Friday Agreement. That's, that's the... Oh, and then, oh, yeah. Yeah. All of a sudden... There's a bunch of White House interns yelling over everybody and rushing them out the door, shoving them. Like, whatever you do, do not ask the leader of the free world anything. He might answer it. He's trying to answer it, by the way. To be fair, I, th- I think this may be a cover-up no for idea. something even more sinister. Who's that? I don't think that they were offended that the White House press tried to ask Biden a question. I think they might have been trying to prevent the White House press from reporting the smell of human shit that must have just emanated into the air. Silent think, but deadly. I think Biden shit himself. I mean, he does that. He does that on I a think, regular basis. I think he yeah. notably shit himself. And I think that they didn't want the press leaking that, for oh, lack of a better, less disgusting word. He's got the ice cream shits again. Uh-oh. You know, they, they got to pump him up full of all these, you know, amphetamines and everything just to get him to be awake enough to I, sit through something like I that. I told you to get him dairy free, <laughs> not dairy queen. <laughs> and he's just like, he's like, what? Well, it's not a big deal. It happens all the time. No, 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 no. The door is that way. You are not to cover the president of the United States. For uh, real. And then, like, a couple days later, the same thing happened. Now they're cut. I mean, th- this has been happening for his entire presidency but like they're cutting the feed on him mm-hmm. like he'll start talking and rambling and I, uh, another clip why not right, this is right. him at the un and i'm just you got to see his oratorical genius here in a moment of intermingled with great pain we've lost so much to this devastating this devastating pandemic the emergence of new to- technologies and global health and and a global health threat council Council for global COVID response. This. The global COVID response, vaccinating the world and building back better from the borderless climate crisis from the United States and other from other donors. Working with com- countries, technologies oh to reduce like the, guess, rest, uh, the risk. Similarly, we know the bitter string of terrorism. The bitter sting of terrorism is, is real. The United States is committing to use, committed to using our resources. When the earthquake strikes, we're fighting between war. All right, you get the point. You know what that reminds me of? It, it gave me a very specific flashback. You remember when you were, like, in middle school? And, like, you all should have known how to read at, like, a pretty standard level by yeah. now. Like, you're, but there was always one you're, kid like, that couldn't, years right? And there was always one kid that, like, the teacher would make you go around the room and it was his turn to read aloud from the textbook and every other word. It was just like, geez, man, spit it the fuck out. It's almost like Biden was educated at, like, American public schools. Like, I mean, I know he always says he's from uh, Scranton or whatever. It's almost like he was educated in, like, Philly public schools. What, what if he was uh, one of Michael Scott's? What was that? Um, edu- that fundraiser that Michael Scott's did. Michael Scott's kids in the I, office where he like funded people to go to co- kids to go to college, but then he like never a, actually funded it, so like they never actually could go to college. I was thinking like in Zoolander. 
Oh, like yeah. The kids that don't read too good. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> That's exactly Joe Biden. I, I just heard that he, uh, apparently he owes like half a million bucks in back taxes, too, which, frankly, is understandable. Yeah. I have enough trouble. I I do my taxes, so, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, well, yeah. in case you're listening, I do them. But I can understand why Biden doesn't, because, I mean, the tax code is hard enough already. And if you got a pile of poodle shit for a brain, I mean... Yeah, I mean, plus, you know, all that money coming in from China, you got to hide it somewhere. I mean, that's got to get real confusing, even if you didn't have poodle shit for a brain. Maybe that's why Hunter's got to do all that crack, you know? Spend that Chinese money. Anyway, God, we can't talk about these freaks forever. No. So let's talk about BLM. Oh, well, yeah, BLM. are, Are they on our side now? Maybe they are. They're, like, protesting against the Vax passports now in New York. Like, I mean, I get it. I mean, it's kind of, you know, discriminatory. To be fair, they're actually finally fighting a fight for black people that maybe actually makes sense. Yeah, it's actually valid. This is actually something that's real and exists. But I mean, I just, it's, it's crazy to me seeing that they're joining the, I mean, I kind of, I kind of shudder to see where this is going to end up. I mean. But for now, I'll take it. it, This world is so topsy-turvy. Who would have thought a year ago that we'd be sitting here saying, you know what? BLM's maybe on our side. Yeah. They're on our side. And, um, well. well, At this point, I mean, what's the difference? If they burn New York City down to the (laughs) ground, I mean, are we even going to see a damn difference? If a tree falls in the forest. If somebody burns New York to the fucking embers. I mean, yeah, it's, what a philosophical question. It is, it is. It's, uh, we don't have time for that because this is a comedy podcast, but something to think about. Yeah. I guess one last thing from the news, I kind of had to put this in there. I, Hillary Clinton, speaking of, uh, burning things to the ground. Yeah, there's nothing funny about Hillary Clinton. Come on. There's funny about the reception that she got. So, uh, I guess she's now working at Queen's University in Belfast. Wait, she's working at a university? Yeah, I don't really... She's like the the, the chancellor or something at this Oh stuff. my god, she's dressed like the fucking Pope! What is that? Yes, they gave her some kind of a coronation. They, she looks like a Satanist Pope! Well, she yeah, looks like she, she is. star in a ghost video, for God's sake. <laughs> that's the new That's the new singer of ghosts. I mean, she already, she already has the corpse face for it. Why not? Yeah, so yeah, she's the, uh, she's the first female chancellor of Queen University over there in uh, in in Northern Ireland. Who better and qualified? You've got, you guys have got to see this. So she goes over there expecting uh, apparently to get the like, Queen's welcome. Yeah, apparently well, she did. If you go by what she's she, dressed by, she didn't. They called her a war criminal. They told her to fucking get the fuck out. Look at her. And she's got some like little girl in a pink boy outfit. Following her around, making sure her yeah, feet doesn't that'll, touch the ground. That'll really help curb the Epstein rumors. I mean, that girl, I, I hope she's still alive. But I mean... <laughs> Somebody told her to go fuck herself. Oh, they're, they're, they're scanning the crowd with facial recognition technology. Those people will be dead in a week. Could you imagine... Oh, yeah, I mean, you seen what they did to Rose McGowan. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to have a little accident on the way home from the protest. Can you imagine if you're that little girl, that little, like, five-year-old or whatever that's following her around? Like, she has no, she probably has no idea who this woman is. And she's just Are you like, kidding? Why is everybody screaming, go fuck yourself and you're a war criminal? Children are incredibly perceptive. You think they can't tell when they're in the presence of evil? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised this they let This kid her... is not confused at all. This kid is like, oh my god, what did my mom make me do? I'm gonna be in the next Frazzle Trip video. Uh... In case you guys haven't seen, this is uh, the up-close picture of... Oh, uh... fuck. <laughs> well, close enough. Close oh, enough. God. For the For the podcast listeners, we did a little Photoshop. Did a little Photoshop. Uh, it, I mean... We turned the page girl into a Greta Thunberg. Yeah, and then George Soros as Clinton. Because, I mean, they've got the same body type. They at do. This point. They do. Anyway, um, craziest headline of the week that we couldn't find room in the stack for. I'd like to I'd like to go over this one if I can. Yes, please Just do. Just love it. Um, four words for y'all. Pizza roll pooper caught. So we can all rest easy tonight. They have caught the alleged... Pizza roll pooper. Um, a man in Oklahoma last week, he pooped in a grocery store freezer, um, by the pizza rolls. And, uh, he was finally, um, finally apprehended. Um, and unfortunately, his first <laughs> crime, uh, didn't go victimless. A woman who was grocery shopping with her daughters reached for a bag of Totino's pizza rolls when she actually discovered that she had touched human feces. <laughs> Um, this crime, of course, could not go unpunished. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't even know how something like this ha- I mean, I, I get how something like this happens. Somebody opens the freezer and they, they Yeah, logistically, it. I understand how you would physically do but, that. But I don't understand how the hell somebody was, like, alone in the freezer aisle for that long. Yeah. And there was no security cameras that, I mean, like, alerted someone to, like, this happening? You are always on camera in America, no matter where you go, especially when you're at the grocery store. They think that you're going to steal these pizza rolls. They think you're going to lick the ice cream. I mean, they were they they were prepared for licking the ice cream, but they weren't prepared for shitting on the pizza roll. Which, ironically, I think we covered the, the like, the ice cream lickers in, like, episode three or something, like, a couple years ago. At this they graduated. Need, at this point, we need to be prepared for every possible scenario. When it comes to the grocery stores, if you're shopping in a grocery store, you need to be aware. You need to know that some sick fuck could have gone down any aisle and any number of bodily substances could have ejected from any one of their orifices. Like, you, you just over there, you know, shopping for some meat, you see some guy fucking a fucking Thanksgiving turkey, like... Right. Piss on the animal crackers. Puke on the zucchinis. Why not? Why not? In fact, why? Why? What is wrong? What is wrong with you? Can you imagine that that's what you're known as? Like, they used to have, like, these bandits and everything. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, they'd have, like, the, the Mario Brothers bandit or something. He'd dress the up like Mario. Bandit. Yeah, and now they've just got, oh, oh, what are you in for as they're booking him? I'm the pizza roll pooper. Oh, God! Like yeah. something Marv would do from Home Alone. Like, if he didn't have hair, hair, I get them mixed up, but you know what I mean. If he didn't have Joe Pesci setting him straight, he'd become the pizza roll pooper. <laughs> hey, he's got to make a name somehow. Anyway, speaking of people that made their name, let's uh, check out the video of the week. It's a quick one. It's Conor McGregor, the world-famous MMA fighter, and the, uh, I mean... You know, everybody knows who the hell this guy oh, is. Oh, yeah. Um, so he went to go p- throw out the first pitch at the Chicago Cubs game the other day. And uh, let's see how it goes. Okay. Oh, wow, wow. Where the hell did he throw it? He, he's, 
I mean, I've seen bad first pitches. I mean, I gotta admit, I couldn't do any better, but I know that that was bad. I mean, that's actually the indicator by which I know that that was bad. Like, I think I would throw about the same. I think he hit somebody in the face uh, that was sitting like 30 rows up in another section. Why did they commemorate this? <laughs> I like the fact that he came out there dressed to the nines in his suit and everything. Like normally, you see somebody that goes that does the first pitch, they wear like the, the team's jersey. Well, to be fair, I mean maybe if that suit wasn't so damn tight and shoulders, he could have thrown a better pitch. I think he did it on purpose just to invite people to try to make fun of him about it, so he can talk some more shit. I love that idea. It's like, oh, oh, you thought you had me there? Oh, because I can't throw a pitch. Well, guess what? I can throw a fucking punch. Conor McGregor, everybody. Fight Not a good baseball player. Fight around the world. Fight around the world. They should remake that episode with Conor McGregor. Oh, I would... I, would, I mean, he basically has done it. He's basically he's, done it, yeah. Yep. I'm not talking about in the octagon. He's a... He's a lunatic. I hope they didn't have him sing the uh, seventh inning oh stretch, God. too. Oh, my God. Can you imagine that? I, Take me out to the ball. I can't do <laughs> it. They have to turn it into a jam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is where we uh, normally tell you to give us a call to our hotline. Of course, it's 813-906-9099. Or you can hit us up at the email, thewaronmorons at gmail.com. Or find us on social media, in the chat, any of that. Um, but i got to get to our sponsor this week. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. They paid us triple the normal rate. Wow. And this is one of our oldest sponsors, so, I, I mean, I guess I can say this. He's probably not listening. We already charge him a higher fee. Yeah. So, I mean, we screwed this guy pretty good. Wait. What? You shouldn't say that. Well, I mean, look, I mean, it's, it's He's fair. He's getting mar- honest advertising. Uh, yeah, I mean, if he thinks that an ad on our show is worth 150 bucks, then, you know, we'll take it. If he thinks it's worth 450 okay, you know bucks. Uh, well, just I mean, play the damn commercial. All right, we'll play the commercial. It's, I'm sure it's going to be worth every penny. <laughs> and then we'll get to the stack of stupidity. All Here we right. go. Did you call into a podcast that called you a dumbass? That may be actionable. Jimmy James here with James, Jameson, and Johnson, and I'm here to help you get that moron money, honey. That's right, if you've been slandered, smeared, savaged, or had your good name shat upon by the War on Morons podcast, you may be entitled to compensation. You heard that right, folks. We're going to war against WOM. Just because you ended up in the news for acting a fool, that don't mean you deserve to be lampooned. No two-bit comedy show has the right to impugn your reputation. So if Jay and Anissa have called you a lunkhead, knucklehead, chucklehead, a dumb fuck, a dimwit, a dillweed, a dildo, a dipshit, or a shit for brains, call 1-800-JUST-JIM and join the class action lawsuit. Remember, your stupidity is not your fault. So call today and let's sue that show, stupid. That's 1-800-J-U-S-T-J-I-M. I didn't, I mean, I, uh, I... Did he just say he's gonna sue us stupid? Why would he sue us? He's one of our longest advertisers. I told you to start screening these damn commercials.
commercial. Why would I screen it? I mean, it's a Jimmy commercial. It's going to say, hey, 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 we're going to sue somebody. It's going to be great. We're going to get their money, honey. Like, Wasn't it a red flag that he was willing to pay three times the amount? I just thought that he was, because, you know, 100 episode, you know, we're in the triple digits. So oh, got, my uh, God. Anyway, look, if you could, why would anybody sue us? We're just, all we do is we make fun of the headlines and we make fun of, you know, the politics and we, like I, I mean, if if you called in and we called you stupid or whatever, then you probably were stupid. I mean, okay, you know what? Da, 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 da. We're gonna have to find representation now. You know. Well, I mean, I yeah, I don't know. I, well, our lawyer apparently is turned on us. Seems like a conflict of interest. Shakespeare was right about lawyers. I don't, I don't even know who the hell would take him up on that offer. I mean, it's not like we have any enemies. Exactly. Oh, well. I mean, <laughs> you don't read the emails, do you? No, not really. Do we have enemies? Well, uh, let's just go, uh, moving on. So let's go to the stack of stupidity. Oh, uh, um, boy. Uh, all right, well, here. Let's forget about all that and start things off with an easy target. Um, so our first story is from the state of Oregon. Oh, that is an easy target. Yeah, where health officials have now announced that you are permitted by the government to kiss on dates. Wow. Yeah. Do, I, do I need, like, a permit for that? Do I need to stop by a local uh, office or bureaucrat to... Yeah, you gotta you got go down to the uh, to the office in Salem and you gotta get some something plugged into your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Um, because it comes with the caveat. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. you can only kiss on your dates in Oregon if you're both vaccinated. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. So if I'm not vaccinated, then I uh, can't kiss people. I mean, frankly, you probably shouldn't live. That's... Oh. I'm just reading between the lines, but yeah. I, I think that they they think you should be locked up in a room, maybe with like a feeding slot, and like a couple couple times a feeding a, slot. Yeah, like that's when they just like slide a tray through like a like a mail slot. What the hell? They they can feed you. Uh, yeah, I guess they could just let you die off, huh? Yeah, or maybe give yeah. you some soil and green. Nothing you need to chew. <laughs> no, um, because of course. Um, the state of Oregon thinks that you're less than... Oh, I love this, though. I love this, though. Um, state health officials have declared since the beginning of the pandemic, apparently, in the state of Oregon, that you are your safest sex partner. So that's that's a lovely thing to think about and have your government uh, saying. Yeah. they. I mean, they want everybody jerking it. You and your right hand, buddy. That's <laughs> it. Um, but now they, they want you to be able to share your spike protein. So, you know, it's, it's great. Um, I just you know. I just hope that you know that doesn't lead to the freaks of Antifa reproducing. To be honest, yeah, we know where kissing can lead. No, and, uh, boy. You, well, I mean, they're vaccinated though; they're not going to reproduce. Ah, so. well, good point. Yeah. Good point. Thank God. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of vaccines, did you see what happened to the View on Friday? Did I see what happened on the View? Of course you didn't. Nobody watches the damn View. Why is it still on the air? I have no idea. I, I'm kind of horrified that it existed in the first place. Well, that's fair. But, I mean, I guess it's something for... Uh, I, I, what do you think that... Yeah. I mean, I think it's maybe just still on the air because it's being played by default in places where, like, nobody's paying attention to the TV, like train stations and, and nursing homes. Yeah, maybe the dentist's office. Yeah, some <laughs> shit like that. Nobody... You can't tell me people are actually sitting in their homes choosing to watch The View when DVRs and Netflix exist. You can't. You, know, you don't want to watch Joy Behar and fucking Whoopi Goldberg give their, oh uh, my God. their political opinions. You know, if anybody is watching The View, I hope that they're strapped into a Ludovic... Uh, Lu- 
Ludovico device. <laughs> if, if only I could have said it, it would be, you know, from Clockwork Orange. Yeah, like, yeah. Just terrified. He's like, I'm never going to vote for a fucking Democrat again. Honestly, I hope that if anybody's actually watching The View, that they're getting a very heavy dose of antidepressants because the toxic negative energy that the hosts of The View managed to exude through space and time and television is overwhelming, in it's my opinion. It's nasty old women. It is just yeah. a disgusting vibe, to be honest. But anyways, um, they did manage to provide us with some entertainment, shockingly, uh, last week when Vice President Kamala Harris was set to appear on their show because, you know, the border czar doesn't have anything better to do. Nah, nah, not these days. So, um, apparently Kamala was just about to walk out on stage for her interview when uh, everybody immediately in, like, a very panicked state said, Stop! Stop everything! I know we're on live TV, but we're going to be very unprofessional. We have to yank two of our hosts off the stage. Kamala is now refusing to go on stage, and we're going to have about 20 minutes of dead air. Now, why? Was there a safety threat? Yeah, to, to people's mental health if they're watching this now shit. That, yeah, yeah but, but none other. The reason being is that apparently they just got the COVID test results back of their latest COVID tests. And two of the hosts, who nobody's ever heard of, um, had apparently been uh, tested positive for COVID. Even though, according to Joy Bayar... What was it? They'd been waxed up the wazoo. Va- <laughs> not waxed up the wazoo. Faxed up the wazoo. I mean, I, they they might have been waxed in their wazoo, too. but uh, I don't want to know about I, that. I definitely don't want to know <laughs> about uh, about any one of them fucking wazoos. But no, I saw I saw that clip. So, yeah, so they just get up. And then the guy's like, get off stage now! Get off stage now! Like, it's like patient zero. No, you're gonna die. You're gonna infect the vice president. Uh, and then these two stupid women are just like, uh, apparently they made a, they locked him in a green room somewhere. Oh but for one, are we supposed to believe this story? Like, uh, oh yeah, we just, we you know, we put you out there on TV. We just happened to get your results back. They couldn't put a stat order in on that with the lab. (laughs) You know? Like, honestly, the the best part is is that they were back on TV today. Oh, yeah. Like, what, two, three days later? And were they claiming that they kicked COVID extra fast because they were vaccinated? No. Were they claiming that they were able to kick COVID with, like, medical treatment and antibodies and all that stuff? No. No, that doesn't exist anymore. What they did claim is that it was a false positive. You know, Shocking! Like, you guys realize that's making your story even worse because you guys go out there every day talking about all these all these cases and it's like, how many of them are fake? How, how many? many are fake? But I just love the idea that these, oh yeah, we're, we're, we're gonna go out there and we're gonna shill for these vaccines all day long and we're gonna try to scare the shit out of you about COVID. It's a, it's a death sentence. And then, oh, oh what, what do you know? We just, we're vaxxed. We got COVID. We're going to freak out and run away. Like, oh, we're all going to die. I wish they did get COVID. And I wish that they gave them plenty of remdesivir and just put them on a ventilator as quickly as possible. Because that's the best course of action if you do come down with this deadly, deadly disease. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I wish they put him in a nursing home yeah. under Cuomo. Yeah, because, I mean, this is definitely not a treatable illness. <laughs> no. No. Anyway, uh, speaking of the media, the oh-so-trustworthy media, let's mm. check in with the most trusted name in news. Of course, that's... Uh, Infowars? Well, <laughs> no, 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 according, to, uh, according to them, it's CNN. Oh, yeah. brother. Um, so this is uh, unbelievable. So... I can't remember his name. Brian Stetler, that weird fucking potato-looking guy. Who? Uh, he's, he's the chief media correspondent. Oh. He's he's some creep on CNN. Who the hell can keep track of these nobody fucks? Well, he said something really, really great uh, last week. He said that four little words are hurting America. They're hurting the pandemic response. And they're basically uh, killing everyone in the world. And those four little words... That we have to just strike out from the English language are do your own research. Well, that just sounds not at all suspicious and totally sane, doesn't it, folks? Oh no, he said that uh, we should no longer do our own research and we should only trust, well, him. Oh, so we should <laughs> trust everything that we see at CNN. And we should just blindly obey it. And apparently, this is spreading across the media because the USA Today published something similar. The New York Times published something similar the other day. And, and they really hate the idea that, you know, that there's human beings out there that, I don't know, could go on the internet and look up studies and look at statistics. No, don't do that. Only obey the TV personality. I and have to say... It is, if they, if they feel this comfortable saying this, and I, I don't say this lately, folks, I know we're a comedy show and I try to keep things light, but if they feel this comfortable saying that on TV as like a mass message from the news media, it's time to stop drinking the public drinking water. They're about to put some real scary shit in it. Even scarier than what's already there? Yep. Yeah. I think it's time. I think it's time. And if you can get a pair of glasses from, like, a bunch of crates in, like, an old abandoned church down the street that you see people go in and out of, but you don't really know what kind of group they're a part of, even better. Yeah, you gotta put those glasses on or eat the trash can. It's one of the two. Um, but I think a lot of people are choosing the, uh, well, the eating the trash. Like this, the ideal CNN customer. I've got a, I've got a clip of them. Here we go. Oh, yep, that's perfect. It's a drooling moron being tempted with a donut to inject weird, dangerous substances into his arm. Love and then it. he gets patted on the head. They forgot yeah. the part where they give him, like, his free dildo. I thought that's what that stamp was. Like, he was coming at him with the stamp, and I was like, dildo? And he was like, no stamp. They should have just kept it going. Here's your donut. Take your jab. What about my booster? All right, here's your dildo. Bend over. Booster's coming. <laughs> See you in a month. Anyway, I think we got one more. Yep, we've uh, actually got something interesting happening on the Today Show, believe it or not. Doubt it. Well, if it can happen on The View, it can happen on the Today Show, as we've seen. Uh, well, a, a naked man managed to streak past the Today Show, <laughs> make it on TV in all his nude and glorious presence. I mean, I guess that's something to wake up the the morning wake up America morning news audience. That's Just a, it. It's a, a guy dangling his dong out there. Dangling his <laughs> dong. Yes. I bet Michael Strahan really liked it. Oh God. Um. 
Yeah, that's. I guess that's interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't really know what else we could say about <laughs> it, but, you know, it, it, if you ever watch daytime TV or, like, morning news nowadays... Yeah, it's, it's great. It's like, hey, what's the president's favorite flavor of ice cream? Here, no, let's no, bring no, somebody no, no. from Ben and Jerry's over and we'll t- taste test. Stop it. It's nothing like that anymore. What? It's nothing like that anymore. Daytime news, um, daytime TV has just gotten so... Dark. The other day, I accidentally turned on a daytime news program, and they were talking about, like, cold case murders. What? And vaccine propaganda. So that's, that's... Like, did Not the puppy of the day? Like, no, no puppy of the day, no watermelon salsa recipe, nothing. Just murder and vaccines. And some people say they're the same thing. Yeah, but I mean, you know, if anything can liven that that whole uh, messaging up, I mean, I think it would be a streaker at this point. I now, if only so. Alex Jones could strip naked and run past. Don't the give him any ideas. <laughs> I, I can actually see that. I think I have seen something like that happen before. <laughs> anyway, spe- speaking of Alex Jones, looks like we're getting a call from Texas. Oh, uh, is that right. four three two? Hey, hey, maybe it's maybe it's the big man himself. Let's see what happens. Uh, area code four three two. You're on with the war on morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, yeah, hi, hi, hey, what's going on there? This is Longhorn Flanagan, the Texas terrorist, calling in from Odessa, Texas, weighing in at four hundred and fifteen pounds of steel. Oh. And I want to say to all my fans out there. You know what I want to say, right? Um, hello? Hook em horns! Hey. Hook em horns, yeah. <laughs> hook em horns, alright. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I got so much to say about what y'all people were talking about there. Uh, you know, that last story, man, that reminds me of a time, oh, I think it's back in 87 or 88, at the uh, Sportatorium in, in Dallas. I'm wrestling a match there. Um, I think it's, it was against China Man Sam. And some dang Mark runs out from the crowd butt ass naked. He, I mean, he, he didn't have a, he didn't have a shred of fabric on his ass. And he, and he ran into the ring. And you know what I did? I ran away. I, hopefully. I put, I put him in the cattle stunner. And I knocked him down to the mat. And and then I said, I I, I called, I called to the ref. I said, boss, throw me some of that oil. And he threw me some of that that baby oil. And I greased him up real good with that baby oil. And then Chinaman Sam, he joined in on it too. And we made him squeal like a, (laughs) yeah, we made him squeal like a. He just raped the man. (laughs) Well, I mean, he got into the squared circle. And you don't do, you don't act a streaker and run out there. I mean, if if you're a fighter, that's one thing. But he's just some damn uh, 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 hooligan uh, uh, fan. I mean, he he thinks he can fight with me. He thinks he can throw down with the Chinaman too. I mean, I don't know what he's thinking. But we made him. I mean, everyone in that crowd, there about five six thousand there uh, that that night. And I mean, they'll never forget what we did to that boy. Yeah, um, I don't, I don't have any follow-up questions for you on that. So, so what, I what I, I want to say is, well, I mean, you're saying they did that on the Today Show. Some naked fellow no, ran out there. they didn't tie up and grease 
the naked man on the Today Show and do unspeakable well, you, things. You gotta him. make him pay a lesson because if you don't make him, if, if you don't make him pay in blood, then he's just gonna come back what? and he's gonna put that mud on your face again. Did well, you I mean, rape I, this I, man or kill him? Well, I mean, some people say. Uh, you know what? I shouldn't have asked. I, just like forget it. I should not have asked. I don't want to know. Well, all I'm saying is that they they got a New York Giant football player on that Today Show, and for him to not uh, tie that man down and 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 and. and Give him a come to Jesus moment, and uh, it just makes me what I've always been saying. Them football fellas don't know a thing about you know real fighting and and real you know r- real combat. Yeah. But that's, that's not really why I wanted to call in. I actually wanted to call in because um, y'all people got me in some trouble, and Did I think you? it's like well, like you were saying that man said not to do your own research. And and for, you know I've been doing my own research you know ever since I retired. Um, from wrestling, and that's what led me to to a fella named Q, and and that's how I know all about the comms, and I know about you know I know about what Biden's really up to. I know about the the child sex trafficking, and I called in your show, and I I told everyone about it, and y- y'all called me the Q Anon wrestler. You you remember that? Barely. I mean, that is well, what we would say, well, though. Well, some, thanks to thanks to that, I've been put on the no-fly list. I can't even get a, a, a airplane ticket, go to a convention. Are you sure that's they not say because I'm, you call yourself the Texas terrorist? The <laughs> Texas terrorist, yeah. That's what I call myself. I've been calling myself that for decades. Yeah. And, but it's because... You know, let's let's not get down that road. The point is, you know, you you, you fucked up my money because I was supposed to go to this convention in Florida, and they all wanted to meet the terrorist, and I was gonna fly down there uh, earlier this month on the uh, on the eleventh, and I said, just book me a, a ticket for the terrorist. Yeah, and I, I think get they down there. Put you on the no fly list for that. Yeah, they put me on the no fly list. I think it's because y'all called me the the QAnon pro wrestler. And, really? and, 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 that, and and just because of what you did, um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get some blood uh, out of y'all. So um, what? So we can do this one. We can do this the easy way. We can do it the hard way. Now, now the easy way for me is I can go down there wherever the hell you are. I can put you in a cattle stunner, and I can I can make y'all pass out live on the air. Or you can just give me the phone number to that fella. Had the commercials. He's a lawyer. Okay, Jimmy James is. Yeah, Jim, Jimmy James. Jimmy James. I, I want to call. I'm not going to give you the Jimmy. number to sue us, Longhorn Flanagan. What? Well, y'all ruined my life, and, and y'all ruined my bank account, and, and just because of that, I need I need to join that their uh, that 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 class. Action lawsuit, and that's what I'm going to do. You do what you I'm need to do, you. but I'm going to let you do your own research on finding that number. Okay, goodbye. Oh my freaking god! That guy's blaming us for for calling an airline and saying the Texas terrorist wants to fly. Well, I mean, I'd like to see that case hold up in court. Frankly, they should know who he is. I mean, he was an awesome wrestler. I don't know why he's not on the WWE network. He, well, are you defending him, the guy who's suing us? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 
I like the. T- I mean, he, he has a, the cattle stunner, and he. Uh, All right, so yeah. why don't you just go join him in the lawsuit? Well, then? He, he's not going to win. That's ridiculous. He, okay, so Jimmy's got a crazy freaking ex pro wrestler that everybody thinks is a racist like lunatic. And he, and he thinks he has a case. Yeah. Like, oh, they turned me into a terrorist. They said, uh, you did, dude. You. <laughs> We've been telling uh, him for, for every time he calls in, he shouldn't call himself that. <laughs> anyway, uh, we actually got a voicemail when that call was happening. Oh, Let me boy. pull it up here. Yes, hello. This is Penelope Croxton calling from the network. And I'm calling to say that you idiots know nothing about how daytime TV news works. You really? have no legs to stand on when it comes to, you know, destroying and, 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 and detrimenting, uh, you know, the, the hard-working people of the industry who are putting out good quality daytime news programming. Oh, yes, and by the way, while I'm here, I should let you know I'm joining the lawsuit because, oh, for you know, morons lampooned and impugned my top talent like Farmer Freddy and Fake News Frank, who's done absolutely nothing to deserve it. Even DJ Lovesick. What could he have possibly done wrong? Worst of all, because of your slandering, Dr. Ding Dong is having to register as a sex offender over a meaningless, harmless joke. Right, because of us. I believe the terror you two have we made him a sex offender. And I know it's just because you're bitter because we dropped your mediocre show from the network. Oh, yes. I'll have you, one way or another, destroyed. (laughs) That bitch is insane. I mean, I can't believe that she gets to run a a whole TV network. That's, and and, I mean, the fact that we used to be on that network, uh, we don't have any jealousy or any resentment because it sucks. Everybody starts somewhere, okay? Like, I'm, I'm much happier, you know, putting content out on, on Hami Media Group and on, on Gab and everything. And and by the way, the show that they replaced us with, the, so she's mad that supposedly we got all these people in trouble by, what, shining the light on their insanity? By I mean, Dr. Ding Dong has called us up while he was actively kidnapping children. <laughs> well, yeah, no, she says that, uh, that, that it's our fault that he's getting... Uh, he has to, what, register as a sex offender? He should register. He, he, he should is a sex offender. Yeah, he is. <laughs> like, harmless and meaningful. Here, I'm just going to pull up a clip from the last time he called our show. And, and you in the audience, you can determine whether or not you think this man uh, is a menace to society. Uh, here we go. I'll tell you all about me, Superman. <laughs> Superman, that's when one daddy, he takes his wee-wee. that once. Um, In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if that moment right there was when, you know, he got charged. Honestly, they're lucky he's just having to register as a sex offender. That man should be in prison. Yeah, or the White House, you know, because these days. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of ding-dongs, let's get back to our stories. We got one here about AOC. Um, So, we we talked about this a little bit. Um, AOC's 
little deal that she did at the Met Gala where she wore that dress where it said tax the rich on her ass. <laughs> um, well, the, the, a lot has come out about this whole stunt that she pulled and how hypocritical and stupid it was. My favorite is this item. Um, so the woman that designed this dress is not only rich, she doesn't pay her taxes. Interesting. Yeah, so um, apparently, um, let me see if I can find her name here. Doesn't matter. Um, so, yeah, she claims to be some kind of, like, socialist revolutionary, but she doesn't pay her workers. Um, she's a bigot, and she owes, like, taxes, like, over $100,000 in taxes. Excellent. So maybe she should follow her own advice. I don't know. And I love that AOC actually launched a uh, clothing line, um, you know, with this whole tax the rich thing. That really screams, uh, what is it? it, it it sort of smells of capitalism. Yeah, I say, and it's not cheap either. Like, it, like AOC's clothes. Like, she's one of these people that'll charge you like eighty bucks for a t-shirt. Mm. Like, the only difference between like AOC and the Bellas is like, I mean, I'd be more interested in hearing what the Bellas have to say about politics. <laughs> That's saying a lot. Okay, <laughs> well, worry not, folks. If AOC has her way, soon we can all be quote-unquote rich, um, because the, you know, her and all the liberals are now saying that the minimum wage should not just be $15. No. Nay. It should be $26 an hour. That's a lot more than 15 That is a lot more than oh, 15 Oh, man. So if we all got paid a minimum of $26, we'd all be, like, wealthy, right? No. We'd all be making about $70,000 a year. So, basically, the uh, the dollar would be worthless. Yes. But we'd feel good. No, nope, we wouldn't feel good. We'd feel malnourished. Potatoes <laughs> would go up to, like, $15 a bag. And we wouldn't have a job, because they'd replace you with a robot. Correct. But, yeah. Um, I, I, I love this concept. I mean, while we're at it, why stop at 26? I mean, no, that seems like a very arbitrary number. It does. Like, 100 bucks an hour? That's more. That is 200, more. 300? 400. Yay! 500. Yay! Hit 600. Me. Hit me! Hit me! I was about to start singing that new Devo song. But <laughs> we've already got enough copyright issues on this episode. I have a feeling, uh, not monetizable. <laughs> but anyway, while we're talking about the minimum wage, uh, well, <laughs> I've got a story here about fast food. And, uh, I, I kind of think the two are inexorably tied because, like, think about if you were making 26 bucks an hour. How many fast food chicken sandwiches, because that's all they make these days, how many fast food chicken sandwiches you could buy in that salary? Well, not a whole lot, because I don't think that the fast food chains are going to be paying people $26 Uh, to pump out fried chicken sandwiches. Sure they will, sure they will. But like, you know, like like Henry Ford used to say, you know, he he wanted to make sure everybody on the assembly line can can buy a Model T. I'm pretty sure everybody working at McDonald's can afford a McDouble. All right, well. I guess we're getting a little off the point. My point is that Chick-fil-A sandwiches are now available on Sundays. What? Sundays. I wish we had a, like an applause track like Dr. Ding Dong. Chick-fil-A on Sundays and for a very reasonable price of $6.66. Well, that doesn't seem like in line with their branding six, at all. Six, six, oh, well, it's kind of complicated. So it's not exactly... Chick-fil-A that's doing it. So there's a company called Mischief. 
Um, they're they're the ones who made the Satan shoe. Remember with little oh. not not sex. Sure, that makes sense. Yeah. So now they are delivering Chick Fil A sandwiches on Sunday in a nice little packaging that has like a bloody crown of thorns on it, and it says six six six. How are they getting and, the Chick Fil A sandwiches? I don't know. Maybe the devil knows how to copy a recipe. It can't be that hard. Chicken, batter, pickles, bun. Okay, you know what? Yeah. I, what is the point of this? They want they want Chick Fil A <laughs> to be open on Sundays. They think that this is trolling Jesus Christ somehow. Um, I don't think Jesus really gives a damn. You don't think that Jesus cares deeply about fried chicken sandwiches? No. Well, I don't. Apparently, this uh, art collective in Brooklyn does. So uh, they're uh, they're rolling out the devil's <laughs> chicken sandwiches. I guess they're they're buying the sandwiches beforehand and then they're reselling them on Sunday. Ew. They're, uh, they, well, they've hired a professional chef to keep them warm and give them finishing touches. Honestly, this sounds like they should cost a lot more than six six six. But I guess they really had to had to make a point. Don't you think it would be a little suspicious when <laughs> Lucifer from the TV show Lucifer shows up in your drive-through lane and orders eight hundred chicken sandwiches? And can you imagine? And if- like laughs ominously, like <laughs> <laughs> I've got you now. This is this is more like like you ever read? Uh, I think it was Dilbert. They had like a like a oh yeah. He was like the HR. Cat and he had like yeah, a friend the HR that was a dog that was the devil. Yeah, I mean he wasn't like a like a really sinister devil. Like he's like, yeah, I'm gonna darn you to heck. And he'd carry around like a spoon instead of a pitchfork. Like this seems like some kind of shit he would do. Like, yeah. I sold it. Chi- I bought a whole bunch of your chicken sandwich, you Jesus lovers, and and then I sold them the next day. <laughs> they okay. just like like the the kid that works at Chick Fil A is just like, all right, thank you. We appreciate your business. <laughs> Have a good day. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> like, and, then, and then, of course, the next day you order it off DoorDash or whatever, and then little Nas X shows up with a fucking fake with pregnancy a, belly. With an old chicken sandwich. Preserved, if you will. Snickering satanically. And they think they're sticking it to Chick-fil-A somehow. Chick-fil-A is getting paid the money that they need to meet their profit margin. Yeah, I think their thing is they just don't want their workers to have to work on a Sunday, right? Yeah. Like, they don't care if you eat... It's because you always get the day off on Sunday. <laughs> oh, no, it's it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. I think it's in uh, in uh, Thessalonians. Is that, a, is that a book? I guess. It says, thou shalt not eat the Lord's chicken. On the day of rest. Stop it! Come on. But it's got to be right. It, it? You know what? I'm, I haven't read that part of the Bible or really many others, but I know for a fact that's made up. Anyways, um, I've got a kind of unrelated story, but it's somewhat related. I mean, speaking of Satan and all that jazz. All right. A, a new homeowner found a creepy doll behind a boarded-up wall, holding up a note saying that she killed the original owners. Oh, yeah, that is kind of creepy. Yeah, it's like a creepy old rag doll. Um, they really had to break down this wall. Um, I don't know why. Maybe they were doing some remodeling or Maybe something. Maybe they heard the doll, like, you know... You snickering? Know, snickering in yeah. the dead of night. I'm going to deliver chicken on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would be the point of... I, mean, I guess maybe it's real. I don't know. <laughs> maybe maybe there really is a, a Chucky doll somewhere that, that murders homeowners and 
and then boards itself up for some reason. I feel like we should call the folks who have like Annabelle. Who are those people? The husband oh, and wife. Oh yeah, the the is it the Warrens? Yeah, yeah, call them up. Have them do some uh, investigating on it. <laughs> are you that Zach Bagans? He can uh, he can show up. And she wasn't just thrown in museum. the wall either. She had like been placed on a chair. Like she had been like set up in there. Yeah, look, she's got to get comfortable. She murdered the uh, the homeowners. Here's 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 the actual note. Okay. Dear reader slash new house owner, thank you for freeing me. My name is Emily. My original owners lived in this house in 1961. I didn't like them, so they had to go. All they did was sing and be merry. It was sickening. Stabbing was my choice of death for them, so I hope you have knives. Hope you sleep well. Well, that's nice. I mean, clearly this is just some weird thing somebody did when they were remodeling this house and they thought it'd be funny if somebody found it. Or it was a really funny prank, you know? Like, can you imagine you're about to sell your house? You're like, oh, wait, one last thing. We got to put something really scary. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Behind a false wall. I, I mean, it's one way to make sure that the uh, people that buy your house, like, they, well, nah, I'm getting confused there. I was going to say, like, they wouldn't come. Yeah, you can see those things where, like, somebody, like, knocks on the door and they're like, I used to live here when I was young. Oh, God. Can I take a look around? I just feel like if that happened to me, I would, like, go through my realtor, like, back over the contract, and I'd be like, there was no clause mentioning haunted murder doll, and no. I want some compensation, damn it. I, I think I'd go to eBay. You can sell stuff like that on eBay. I think no, you still fair. can. There. Well, it's it's not even October yet, but here we are with yet another story about Satanism and the devil and creepiness. Um, and this is actually coming from the Tucker Carlson show, uh, which I what? Yeah. Well, I mean, Tucker hasn't hasn't gone that way, but he uh, he brought up a PowerPoint the other day from the U.S. Army, and this is somehow about the vaccine mandates, of course. They're trying to force all the, um, all, you know, all, all of our troops to take these shots as well. Um, so one of the things that the army is doing to try to justify this is they are making the troops watch like a PowerPoint presentation that for some reason lists the seven tenets of Satanism. Well, that sounds like a great way to convince them. I, I really wish I'd uh, clip this so I could pull it up. But there's like a, one of those old-timey pictures of like, the you know the, the goat yeah yeah and he's like dancing in the woods with a bunch of witches and it says how many children were sacrificed to Satan for the vaccine hopefully none hopefully none um it does not answer that question oh. but it does list these seven tenets like number one I'm assuming this is I mean, from like Anton Levitt it's literally labeled seven tenets of Satanism yeah so number one one should strive to act with compassion. And empathy toward all creatures in accordance with reason. Whose reason? Satan's reason. <laughs> Number two, the struggle for justice is an ongoing and necessary pursuit that should prevail over laws and institutions. What does this have to do with the vaccine? I, what does this have to do with the military? Like, I, I would think that you wouldn't want your military to be like, yeah, you know, I was reading the uh, the, the, the satanic Bible yesterday, and it says that I should not uh, listen to any authority, just as uh, Lucifer did not, and um, so therefore, fuck you. And, <laughs> um, so yeah, it's very confusing, it makes no sense, but apparently this really was shown to 
um, to some members of the army. And the army was like, well, yeah, sure, we did show this slide, but it wasn't actually officially from the military. It, so apparently we've got rogue Satanists that think that turning troops Yeah, they the can sa- infiltrate. They can infiltrate the army now. So yeah. that's great. Um, and, and I have no idea what this has to do with the vaccines. Tucker seemed to think that this was proof that the vaccines are satanic. And, I mean, at this point, I'm not really going to argue with him about it. I mean, yeah, this is creepy as hell. I mean, honestly, who the hell wants a satanic army? Like, just imagine that. Just imagine our army, instead of wearing, uh, you know, the, the camouflage on their cheeks, they've got black eyeliner on, like My Chemical Romance. Uh, yeah, see, I, I, you think about, like, the Book of Revelations and everything and, like, the Apocalypse, I I, I wouldn't think that it would be, like, a, an emo satanic They're wearing, army. like, skulls over top their faces. You know, one thing's for sure, there is one benefit to it. They'd scare the shit out of the Taliban. They'd feel very justified at that point. They'd be like, look, Abdullah, I told you! I told you, only that America, the, 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 the freedom does make them satanic! But, Look at them. They look like a, they look like a girl. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, oh, man. Luckily. Was, let's, let's just take a call then. We've got plenty coming in. Which I wonder great. why. The phones are ringing off the hook today. Yep. All right. Um, well, let's see. What do you want to take? The Texas or Connecticut or um, Oklahoma? Jeez. Um, let's just go with Connecticut. <laughs> All um, right. Hello, area code 203. You're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, this is Professor Archibald Canterbury, uh, of course, from Wadsworth University, <laughs> uh, a professor of psychological and physiological research. Yes. Hi, Professor. Yes. Yes, you're welcome. First, first off, you're welcome because I am about to impart some knowledge upon you about subjects that you do not understand, and and that subject is Satan. Oh, okay. Um. Yes, the the Dark Lord shall not be taken lightly, and he shall not be trifled with. And <laughs> on your program, you trifling with him. I don't know what you're saying, but I don't. Well, no, no I've, I've been listening to your program, and, and I've been hearing things that are very disrespectful uh, to our uh, <laughs> uh, to the devil uh, for uh, chicken sandwich. Satan does not make chicken sandwiches, and and, and Satan does not uh, inhabit a creepy doll. And, and and Satan does not give one whit about your vaccination status. So the fact that you uh, rattle these stories off and if you're some kind of theological expert, uh, it, it curdles my milk. <laughs> sure. Well, um, the fact that you have such intimate knowledge of Satan's pet peeves is yes. a little disconcerting, but uh, sure. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm a high, let, let high it be known in Rumbleland, Satan don't give a fuck. Okay, well, look, the point is that you taking the Dark Lord lightly is one thing. Uh, But I, I feel that I have the authority uh, to make you answer to a lower authority. Oh, Um, you do. So um, I shall now call upon all the demons and all the spirits and all the... 
the, the demonic hordes. Nope. Well, I was just trying to—I was just trying to conjure up a, a, a devil. Okay, uh, well, you know what? Just go, go, just go fuck yourself. How about that? I mean, really? Who the uh, fuck does that? Uh, uh, well, oh, all right. Well, then if that didn't work, guess what? I shall join the lawsuit against you as well because Fine. you have—you smeared my name by saying that I can't—that uh, um, I can't actually summon uh, uh, the uh to attack to, you in your. You tried to on us. Uh, correct, yes, that's true. And yet we can't and because, say shit about because you? The, well, because the demonic horde did not appear, then that gives me the right to sue you, because uh, it could be very terrible for my reputation for this uh, to be seen, uh, as you say, on uh, YouTube. Great. All right. Well, you know what, Professor Canterbury, uh, you know, do what you gotta do. I don't this is ridiculous. I mean, we didn't do anything I'm to say going anything to call that Jimmy you James. didn't do or say yourself, but, you yeah. know, if it makes you feel better. Yeah. Go to heaven. Yeah, you too. Uh, I mean, Well, it's it's great to see that Satanism is, is really taking off. Yeah, um, and apparently this lawsuit, um, we've got a satanic priest, um, a idiot that runs a TV station, and a Watched a pro wrestler. I'm, I'm scared. I'm terrified. I guess I should be, shouldn't I? It's Believe not. Me. It's not looking good. It's well, not looking good. Um, we had a few more calls come in while you were talking to that guy. I didn't screen them, but I uh, sent them straight to voicemail. Um, what so, could possibly go wrong? I mean, I guess we'll find out. So here's the uh, here's the first one. Hi, y'all. This is Llewellyn. I'm calling out in Plano, Texas. Thank God, I just wanted to call and tell y'all that I've been thinking about it real long and real hard ever since I started listening to y'all's episode today. And I heard that commercial play in the beginning, and I thought, you know what? He's right. What? Y'all have ruined my reputation in the community. You know, the appearances... That, that I've had on your show has made everyone, for some reason, think that I'm some sort of racist, homophobic, anti-Semitic, slave-owning bigot. You and are! don't even let me in the PTA meetings anymore. So Probably I because you shoot off your gun. <laughs> I'm glad that Jimmy James spoke up and said something. I never would have realized that it was all y'all's fault. Our fault. Our fault. This is our fault. I'm starting to to catch on to a theme here, you know? Like, all these people really are terrible people. They really do do reprehensible things. Um, and, And frankly, they're the ones that should be getting sued. And yet they're like, oh, you guys gave me a forum. I expressed myself. People found out who I am. And now I'm going to join a, a, a frivolous class action lawsuit against you. Well, God forbid they ever find out about Reddit. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, all right, well, I guess, I mean, we don't have to play these, but, I mean, it's content, so. Yeah, all right, go all for right, it. Here's another one. Hi, this is Dr. Larry. Nice to meet you. What do you... Actually, let me take that back, because I already met you two hacks 
over there at the Moron Show, and I gotta say that it was not nice to meet either one of you. Same. It wasn't nice at all. You know, before I got involved with your program, I have the number one rated self-help show in the whole state of Oklahoma. Really hard to And, and, and you know, I, I might not be a, a board-certified psychologist, and I can admit that. But you people didn't have to shout it to the hilltops. I mean, have, have a heart, you know, because of the dadgum moron show, I had a 25-year radio career get flushed down the toilet like, like day-old Mongolian beef. What? I mean, do you know how emotionally damaging that is? So, so you better believe I'm going I'm to I'm join that dang lawsuit. <laughs> go, go, go to hell. Uh, yeah, another one. It's hard to believe that our show is the one that got him taken off the air when he was being himself on his show for 25 years. I'm pretty sure we didn't get him taken off the air. If I remember correctly, it was because he assaulted a homeless person. Oh, you know what? Yeah. You're absolutely He just right. called us and bragged about it. I, I don't know. Here's another one. Let's just keep him coming. Uh, uh, yeah, this is Ken Lee. A lead paranormal investigator from the Specter Inspector Squad. Um, now you should know me from television, but because of your program, the Specter Inspector Squad is not on television because you two have put forth slanderous claim that we do not have the ability to conjure the dead. And that, that our equipment is all phony, uh, nonsense. And, and worst of all, you said that Esmeralda, the psychic Esmeralda is, and I quote, a funny gypsy with a bad Russian accent. Yeah, she is. I shall cut you all into the deepest layers of hell by way of demon galore. Oh, now that sounds great, Esmeralda, but the, oh. the greatest thing is, we don't have to put the evil eye on them. Because, huh? yes, we're joining the lawsuit. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, so, so we're going to call up Jimmy James, and we're going to sue you all the way to hell. <laughs> <laughs> What's with these people's obsession with us going to hell? I, I feel like I'm in some kind of deranged uh, revival or something. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, Unbelievable. Uh, all right, so apparently this lawsuit is just a, a pack of insane people. Uh, I have a real bone to pick with Jimmy. <laughs> he's, he, I mean, I don't think that he's going to win, but no. he's, he's certainly... Yeah, he, this is a pain in the ass. At this I think point. we have a case against him, to be honest. Yeah, harassment. Yep. Uh, I mean, I think he's slandering us. Colluding. Yes, yes. Let's just move on to something more fun. Um, right. Why don't we go to the segment of the worst run place in the world this week? I'm starting to think it's this show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we'll start with something easier. So we're going to start off in San Francisco with, uh, oh, you'll never believe this story. I can't, I can't believe this happened. So uh, the mayor of San Francisco got caught partying maskless. Really? Yes, of course. She's a uh, you know very pro mask, pro vaccine mandate, pro all the rest of the tyranny that they're um, doing out there, and they just uh, basically voted into permanence. Uh, you see, Newsom just announced that they're going to have mail-in voting forever in California now. Well, 
you know, I think we should permanently remove California from the rest of the country. I you know, agree. that's just my take on it. Yeah, so, anyway, this mayor, her name is London Breed. I'm sorry, her name is what? I mean, doesn't that sound like the name of, like, a... It sounds like a drag queen handle. Her name is what? Like, oh, I'm London Breed. What's up, honey? Let me read your kids some stories. That's the worst <laughs> name I've ever heard. Yeah, um, I, I don't know if that's her real name, but that's uh, what she goes by. Yeah, it's, it, she's like a... She's obviously like a lesbian or something. I, what is with every major city in the country electing these fucking degenerate weirdos? Um... I don't even know how anybody recognized her. I've never heard of her before. Well, she should have earned a spot on this show before. Um, but yeah, she was in San Francisco, the first city in America to impose a lockdown, and the one with the strictest vaccine mandate. And she's packed into some nightclub at a party with like a couple dozen of her closest friends, maybe more. I don't know. They're singing karaoke or something. Nobody's wearing a mask. Everybody's within a couple inches of each other. And, um, you know, they're just having a great time. Um, and, of course, somebody had to call her out on it. And her response was, oh, I wasn't even thinking about my mask. I was thinking about having a good time. Well, you know what? As long as it's, you know, what's fine for you is, you know, fine for everybody else. I mean, I guess this is good news for the citizens of San Francisco. Yeah, well, no, no, see, there was something. go out and party no, and just have a good time. This wasn't about the citizens of San Francisco, oh. as she continued. Um, there was something that was really monumental that occurred. Because the original members of Tony, 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 the brothers who have not performed in public for 20 years... Some of the most incredible artists in the history of this country. Well, they were there at her party. I'm sorry. So, <laughs> so we're not reversing the mask mandate. People can't go out and have fun. Tony, Tony, Tony was there. You know, don't. Could you imagine if uh, the Lightning guy that Breed is a Tony, Tony, Tony fan? Are we even living in the same world? Who has heard of these things? What if Millie Vanilli had, had showed up? I mean, I'd have ripped my mask off at too. Least I've heard of them. <laughs> Or, uh, or, or or how about the guy that sings Return of the Mac? <laughs> I mean, if he showed up, I mean, I'd be like, oh, oh, shit, y'all. I love oh, this. Shit. I love this. I'm, I'm reading this now. We don't need the fun police to come in and micromanage and tell us what we should or shouldn't be doing. My drink was sitting at the table. I got up and started dancing because I was feeling the spirit and I wasn't thinking about a mask. Well, I'll just be sure to, you know, just jot that down in my memory bank here so that next time I'm in the city of San Francisco, and somebody hassles me about not wearing a mask, I'll just tell them, you know what, I'm really feeling the spirit, and I don't need the fun police micromanaging Yeah, me. I'm, I'm listening to my uh, my earphones, and <laughs> new edition. This is some new edition. Uh, like, I'm sorry, my vax, my, my, I was gonna, I had a, an appointment to go get the J&J, I ripped it apart, because I was just, I was bumping, I was bumping to some my prerogative. <laughs> And if you try to ask me what my name is, I'll give you my name. It's Paris Copulate. I mean, I love that they aren't even trying to, like, hide it anymore. No. They're just like, yeah, we're better than you. We're the elites. We make the rules. Fuck you. We're going to do what we want. Love it. Uh, and if I yeah. love it, I mean, I hate it. Anyways, yeah. moving on to the other side of that coin, we do have the president of one of the biggest countries in the world who was forced to eat his own lunch on the sidewalk. Because New York won't let him sit in a restaurant. Uh, let me guess. So um, they had one of those 
Maybe it was like a Chuck E. Cheese, and Biden's not allowed in a Chuck E. Cheese. Well, that would actually make sense. But no, this this made no sense, which is why it's on our show. A Brazilian president, um, whose name is Bolsonaro. Oh, yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah, he was he was forced to eat his pizza on the sidewalk because he's not vaccinated. Therefore, he cannot enter a pizzeria. Um, but he can go to New York for the UN General Assembly. Right, he can fly on an airplane, apparently. <laughs> Thank God for that. I mean, he's literally like the only world leader left in the Western Hemisphere that's not a deranged globalist. Um, so, therefore, he can't go to a restaurant and have a steak. He's got to fucking eat. <laughs> eat in his car. <laughs> if they even plastic, let him in a car. From a plastic <laughs> container, you know, that they give to DoorDash. I, I love this picture. He's just like outside of this restaurant looking like, like really, guys? Really? I run the fifth biggest country in the fucking world. Typhoid Mary over here. Yeah. I, I, I wish that uh, one of these world leaders... Actually, actually I want to say that he did catch it at one point. Yeah. I, I think he did. I don't know. He he, he is a little uh, a little freewheeling when it comes to the COVID thing, which I like. Uh, but I remember we even covered this uh, when this was all starting last year. Um, I think he said something like, uh, oh, yeah, we don't need to do any restrictions in Brazil. Brazilians are masculine. <laughs> <laughs> We've got testosterone. We're, we're not scared of the flu or something like that. Oh, my God. Um, but you know what? They say New York's got great pizza. It's, it's the water. The water. It's a whole different kind I mean, of water. I mean, at least he got some damn pizza. Yeah. I, another thing about New York, which obviously, it's New York that's the worst run place here, not Brazil. Um the woman that took over for governor from Cuomo is insane. Yeah. She's, like, certifiable. She, She's one of these... Well, if you were Cuomo's right-hand, second-hand person, I mean, you might be insane, too. And she pro- it probably drove her crazy that he never pinched her ass. Yeah. Like, like she didn't want him to, but... Like, Why not She her? saw him doing it Why to everybody her? else. And she's like... You know, it's just one thing if it's, like, the super hot intern, but then, like, it was the not-so-hot intern, and then it was, Mary like, the sheriff's deputy. And, 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 I mean, he was just grabbing so many fannies, and she was like, she was like, look, I'm right here. I'm right here. Am I, what am I, chopped liver? Right. And he's like, yeah, you look like it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> but, you know, she's an insane woman. So I, I saw something over the weekend where she was speaking at a church for some reason, and she was saying, the vaccine comes from God to us. And I need all the apostles here to go out and spread the word. So. Oh, I mean, I don't know. I think that Christians, you know, are taught to, like, look out for false prophets. Maybe that wasn't the best move. She's also another one of these Catholics that's super big into abortion. But um, on top of that, she's using her emergency powers to fire all the healthcare workers that won't take the, you know, the vax and... There's a lot of them in New York. It's like 25, 30% at least that just, no matter what, they're not going to do it. So she's like, okay, we're going to fire you. Uh, I think that's coming up in about a week. And she says she's going to replace these healthcare workers with the National Guard. Because they're, they're uh, you know, medical professionals. I can't wait till they jam a needle into me. Sure. Um, retirees. What? I guess they're going to conscript retired doctors. Not, like they haven't done enough. And... And this is a direct quote. People who let their medical licenses expire. How about we just leave these people who have no goddamn business having anything to do with our health away from our health? It, like, it, it, I'm starting to understand why we see so many New York license plates on the highway. Yeah, I'd be terrified, too. Except for New York. 
mean, oh my God. rats like a rats out of a sinking ship or whatever. Or um, Meanwhile, speaking of uh, rats and sinking ships, uh, Chicago is once again on the list. Of course they are. Yeah. Uh, Lori Lightfoot wants to give poor families in Chicago $500 a month in universal basic income. $500 a month per family. Yeah. So $100 a month per person, roundabout. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that's going to really do a lot for them. But still, I mean, yeah. I don't know where she's getting this money because there's a lot of poor people in Chicago. Uh, and she just wants to just, you know, cash cash them out. 500 bucks a month. Well, no, no, no. She's not She's not giving it to all the poor families in Chicago. Oh, boy. She's giving it to 5,000 low-income households. What is this, like a lottery? Like, do you have to get a golden ticket? I mean... It, it, it's, it's like that lottery thing where it's f- win 500 a week for life or something. Do you have to shoot people to win this one? Like, well, I, I know can, that's often you a... You certainly uh, can. I mean, that's $125 worth of ammo per month per person. Holy shit. This is a $16.7 billion spending plan. For, just from the city of Chicago. They're going to spend $16.7 billion on 5,000 families. Now, does that seem reasonable to you? Well, I don't think most of them's going to them. Um, but I do think that this is gonna um, have one of those. Uh, what do they always say? The law of unintended consequences. Mm. Um, so you've got a city that is just absolutely wrecked by gang violence, by drugs in the streets, by fucking murder, and you're giving five hundred dollars a month to uh, to the uh, at risk, low income family. Uh, five hundred dollars that might not pay your rent, that might not feed your kids, but. You can re-up with that. You can go oh. buy some blow, and you can you can cook it in the crack rocks. Hell yeah. I listen to enough rap. I know what they do. Or you can buy a new gun. You know, obviously. Then you, you can know, steal all your, you can keep the 500 a month, and you can steal all your crack. Yeah. I mean, how, how much you want to bet that uh, this 500 bucks a month is just going to help raise the murder rate even more? Oh, I don't <laughs> think, I don't think they want to reduce it, to no. be honest. Uh, up next, let's just head over to Boston for yet another insane story related to their self-imposed school bus driver shortage. Oh, how could what could they possibly have done that's gotten them on the list three weeks in a row with this? Oh, prepare yourself because it's so bad now that a high school had to charter a bus. They had to charter a party bus, um, and 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 it did have stripper poles inside of it for a field trip, um. <laughs> Yeah, did you catch that? So they, they had to charter I'm sure that, that, that bus is really clean. There's a, You don't have to worry about COVID or oh. any other diseases. And I'm sure the kids were really well behaved. I mean, for a high school field trip, they chartered a bus, somewhat normal. Bus had stripper poles in it. I'm Not sure that that's, uh, that's led to plenty of TikToks. Oh, yeah. Voraciously watched by the... Uh, by the guy in the Oval Office. My favorite, my favorite thing is this. So there was an 11th grade AP language and composition teacher from one of their charter schools out there. Okay. And uh, he tweeted about the experience um, that he had. His name is Jim Mayers. It is a funny story, but there actually is a real bus shortage, and it speaks to major flaws in our education system. Mm, does it now? This in no way is a reflection of anyone involved in planning the trip. We were trying to have a fun day with the kids, and that's exactly what happened. 
Now that last bit of the sentence makes me wonder what this guy was doing with the kids. Mr. Mayors, I think you should have said less. Oh, that was so much fun. I mean, oh, I mean, look, they're seniors. They're seniors and juniors. I mean, they're, they're I very mean, mature for their I mean, age. some of them are 18. <laughs> I mean, they look 18. Hey, oh. Um, yeah, Massachusetts is a fucking mess. I, I, I saw something in the news where something like a quarter of their state police are quitting because they've got this ridiculous vaccine mandate there. Obviously, we're seeing what's happened with the school bus drivers. Um, Harvard, oh, Harvard Business School, um, they have something like 97, 98% of their student population is vaccinated. They just went to, uh, to, at-home classes, yeah. because somehow all these um, vaxxed-up-the-wazoo students keep getting the coronavirus. Odd! Um, and having heart problems and shit. I don't, Meanwhile, I don't we know. haven't gotten vaccinated, and we haven't really quarantined that whole much. Oh, I mean, no. we've been living in Florida and, and Tennessee, so, you know, that just went out the window as soon as possible. Uh, and we haven't gotten COVID once. Yeah, I mean, life's good. And yeah. Most of the people I know, frankly, that have caught COVID, uh, lately at least, like uh, pretty much anybody I know this year that's gotten COVID, especially people who have gotten hit hard with it, they're also the people that were bragging about their vaccine <laughs> like, like a, a couple of weeks before and like showing off their uh, their uh, their Band-Aids and their we free donuts. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway... We've talked about a lot of failed American cities, Boston, New York, San Francisco, Chicago. And one day soon we'll be talking about them again when we look back and wonder how we devolved into a post-apocalyptic Mad Max X world. God, just 10 years ago I would have been like, if you named any one of those four cities, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah, let's go. Right. I'd be like, shit, I'd love to move there. I can't afford to, though, because it's just so great. I'll have to make a, a huge salary. Now it's just like, oh my god, Boston, Chicago, I... I'd rather go to Afghanistan. Speaking of, let's compare those failed American cities <laughs> with the Taliban and see who's worse. Ah. Um, so, our first story. I don't know if this is poorly run or just maybe having a little bit of a sense of humor. I'm looking at the picture. This is poorly run. Yeah, so the Taliban, um, they have a navy now. And, um, well, let me just show you. As you can see, they are ill-equipped. Yeah, they um, they don't seem to realize it. So they've got a toy boat navy. Um, they're very proud of it. Um, they're posting pictures online that are supposed to be like propaganda pictures, terrifying people. And they're just the Taliban riding around in boats that look like like bumper boats that you'd find at an amusement uh, are park. Are these pedal boats? Like, I think they're actually having to pedal like the Flintstones to get anywhere. And they have giant swans on them. And they're like bright colors. I mean, I can see that they also have rocket launchers. <laughs> but I mean, at the same time, it's not very intimidating. Yeah, yeah, just, uh, just a bunch of guys, deranged cavemen with rocket launchers in swan boats. Love that. Love that. What a weird, what a weird choice that is. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I can say I'm scared. Like, you know how sometimes you get somebody that's just so, like, crazy yeah. that it terrifies you? Like, you're about to get in a fight with somebody, and then he's just like, I'm going to take my pants off! And he's wearing, like, Mickey Mouse underwear. And you're like, okay, you know what? I, I'm bigger than you. I've got more muscles than you. You're crazy. I'm not going to fight you. You know what? That's absolutely what they're doing. This is the wild card approach. Exactly. They're taking the wild card approach on it. 
Uh, you know you won, Taliban. You don't have to freak us out anymore. I mean, you didn't technically win. We let let you win, but now you kind of won by default, so you can calm down a little bit. <laughs> Stop making amusement you do, park You do realize we left you like $17 billion worth of actual military equipment. You didn't leave them any boats, though. Didn't leave them any boats. They, they had to steal those from the fair. Shocking. <laughs> anyway, one other story about Afghanistan. So... Afghan barber. So a lot of people don't realize this, but Afghanistan was actually getting pretty close to uh, to being a somewhat modern country mm-hmm. by the time everything was settling down over there. Um, you know, people were choosing to live there. They weren't even from there. People Weird. were like, you know, the women and stuff were like venturing out of their homes. They were like, oh man, the barbarian cavemen that chop people's heads off. Um, they they aren't in power. We can try to be somewhat of a you know a normal country. Um, well, all of that went away, of course, when we gave it back to the Taliban. And I see an article here about how Afghan barbers have seen their sales plummet. They're all going out of business because men are terrified to get their hair cut. You know, I'm honestly surprised that all they're doing is going out of business and that the Taliban hasn't, like, raided their their shops and, like, you know, destroyed them. To give them a close shave. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I guess it's a, a violation of Sharia law to, uh, to to not only shave your beard, but to get a haircut. I mean, these people really need to, like, look at their religion and say, I mean, I look like a deranged homeless man that lives under a bridge. I mean, what's next? What's next? You can't get a haircut? You can't shave? What, you can't wear clean underwear? That's a sin? What does underwear? You can't, you, you, you can't brush your teeth? That's, that's a sin? Oh man, I'm reading this article. It's it's kind of sad. I mean, this guy was like, man, he was getting into doing quiffs, mohawks, crew cuts. He was learning all these new hairstyles, and uh, yeah, Taliban took over in uh, in August, and now he's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even picking up scissors. Huh? Because um, yeah, if somebody comes in there and gets their hair cut, well, the next day everybody's got their hair cut down down about here, nah. right around the neck. Anyway, that's that's enough. <laughs> All right, we have a bunch more calls coming in. Really don't want to take them, but I guess we kind of have to. All right. All right, area code 818, you're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Uh, yeah, this is Dr. Felsmere of Beverly Hills, California. <laughs> How are you? Um, you know, I've got to be honest, Dr. Felsmere. I've been better. All right, well, I don't care. Anyway, okay. I'm calling because I want to get a weigh in on that last uh, <laughs> last story here. You're talking about the Taliban, those, uh, those uh, terrorist guys, right? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, the Taliban, those guys, I, I've been seeing all on the news, you know, with them in Afghanistan, and, and, and I see what they're doing, and I think I've got a solution for them. I think I can help them out, you know, because the people of Afghanistan. I mean, they need somebody like me. A good doctor like Dr. Velsmeer. Really? They need a plastic <laughs> surgeon? That's absolutely. Then they wouldn't be so angry, and, you know, they wouldn't have to fly planes in the buildings and, you know, blow people up at the airport. They they wouldn't have to do anything because I can fix their uh, <laughs> their problem with their women. Because uh, obviously, <laughs> you know... <laughs> Obviously, what, Dr. Felsmere? Well, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, it's pretty obvious to me uh, that they're so angry because they're women. I mean, they're hideous. They're, they're the ugliest uh, women in the world. Where do you get that? 
Have you seen them? Kind of. I mean, they're usually yeah. In they put them in yeah. They put them in, in sleeping bags in, in hefty bags. They got them. <laughs> they, they got them walking around like they're like it's Halloween, and they got them in a Halloween sheet costume. I mean, they, they, the reason that they're putting their women in these uh, you know, these crazy costumes. It's very obvious to me, and that, that they're they're butt ugly. You know, they they look like the uh, you know they they look like a horse's ass. And I think wow. that I'm the man that could fix it. So I want to introduce a new program. Uh, it, it's 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 going to be an outreach for the people of Afghanistan, and it's called Facelifts, not Fatwas. Okay, you know that that's a little offensive. Yeah. Facelifts, because they're they're always doing, you know, this terrorism, and I want them to to get a facelift for their uh, for their ugly brides instead. So this is is your idea of charity, is it? Charity? God, no. no. I don't know. Look, I don't know where you come from. I I come from Beverly Hills, and uh, you know, charity is is a nasty word because you know, if you do a charity, you don't even get paid for it. Yeah, the whole point of charity. Charity equals slavery to me. The point. I mean, uh, last I checked, I wasn't in prison. <laughs> I don't work for free. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, this isn't a charity, but it, but it is something that's desperately needed. Maybe the U.S. government could pay for it because it's going to make the Taliban uh, stop screwing goats and it's going to make it stop blowing our people up. Uh, and I think that it's going to do wonders for the world. Who the hell knew, Dr. Felsmere, that you would have the solution to world peace? Wow. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, and also, while, while I got you on the line, I'm, uh, I'm going to be suing you uh, as well. What? Yeah, I just, just yeah, I thought I'd give you a heads up. Um, yeah, I heard that guy in the, yeah, that guy in the commercial, he said that it's, uh, you know, he's doing a class action deal. And I figured, you know, before I started calling your show, I mean, you know, nobody hey, called me all these names. I mean, uh, now I got, you know, irreparable damage done to my reputation. I mean, they say uh, I'm a hack. Uh, they say I'm a, a misogynist. Uh, they say that uh, I shouldn't be, you know, allowed within, uh, you know, 50 feet of a woman. Uh, and I mean, I, I, I'm a plastic surgeon. Dr. You know? Felsby, yeah. have you ever considered that maybe that's because, not because you were on our show, but because you had the insane idea that you should be yourself on our show? You know what? <laughs> Go to hell. Okay. Getting that a lot lately. That freaking guy. I mean, how could he blame us for how horrible he is as a person? I mean, uh, I, I know I said this earlier about some of these other morons, but I mean, if Dr. Felsmere is involved in a lawsuit, he should be the one defending himself. Yes! I mean, he's the guy that he he released that at-home plastic surgery kit yeah, for I children. I mean, advertise his creepy, unethical business. I don't think anybody business. wants it. No. Uh, anyway, um, what would a 100th episode edition be, speaking of people like him, if we didn't give you a couple of stupid criminals headlines? Like this one out of Oklahoma. I just love this headline. Police find accused leg thief with leg strapped to his head. You know, this man looks crazy. He looks like Little Richard. Yeah, well, Little Richard, um, well, he did an armed robbery in Tulsa in which he took a prosthetic leg from the victim. Huh. Why would you want to rob somebody of a prosthetic leg? I don't know. But he 
demanded of the victim to know the worth of everything that he was stealing. So, so I mean, I get it. You know, if you want to steal somebody's wallet, you want to steal somebody's purse, take their credit cards. I mean, I'm not going to do that, but I can understand it. Yeah. But you're like, hey, cripple, how much that leg worth, motherfucker? <laughs> and then I love, he must have really liked the answer because rather than pawning it, um, he strapped it to his head. And that's how police found him, walking around with a prosthetic leg strapped to his head like a fucked up unicorn. Yeah, like, I, I can just imagine, like, he called the police, the victim. He's like, yeah, you know, um, some guy stole my, uh, stole my plastic leg. And I'm like, oh, geez, well, how are we going to find him? <laughs> well, funny story. Uh, he's wandering around on Main Street and, uh, yeah, you, you wish, can't miss him. I wish they'd let him keep it for the mugshot. I really do. I mean, that would have been fantastic. It, it would have been something to see. So, yeah. All right. Well, moving on to Mississippi, we've got a story about a guy who apparently never heard the phrase, too good to be true. Um, this, these men actually took a vehicle that was, uh, labeled with a sign that said free car. Um. Hey, so, I mean, that can't go wrong. A free car? Yeah, the keys were in the ignition. Okay. It was labeled as free. So let's they go. said, you know, let's drive off with it. Um, and then, uh, when they arrived at, like, a family member's home, they said, hey, let's, let's check it out. Let's see what we got here. You know, <laughs> drove all the way here. You know, let's see if maybe there's anything else in here that's good. What did they find? A dead body. Dead body in the trunk, huh? Naked dead body. Oh, even better. Naked dead body. And so, uh, yeah, it got him into a bit of trouble. Just a little bit. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I always heard you should never look a gift horse in the mouth. Well, you might want to look this one in the mouth. Maybe or look the trunk. in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do they get I, to keep the car, I wonder? I doubt it. I, You know, honestly, I would have... I think that it's strange that uh, the the citizens of, um, you know, whatever city this happened in, I don't recall. Um, I, I find it strange that in Miss, Mississippi, was it? Yeah, Mississippi. That, that the people of Mississippi are doing the police's work. I mean, surely the police, if they'd have seen Free Car, might have thought, hmm, that's suspicious. They probably That's figured. Weird. You know, they probably figured it was the feds again. They're like, oh, <laughs> they're laying another trap. Oh my another god! Trap. They're waiting for somebody in a red cap to take it. <laughs> anyway, speaking of car trouble, let's go to the sunshine. <laughs> I know it's been a long episode, but I can still speak, oh my right? God. Let's go to the Sunshine State, where we've got a Florida man who found himself behind bars after stealing a car and trying to trade it back to the same dealership. That he stole it from a couple days later. Well, you know, I think I found the hole in his plan. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, you know, you, you make that uh, the plot like, steal car from a dealership. Right. Attempt to resell car. To a different dealership. I, I didn't write that down. I just wrote profit. Fuck. Profit. Um, yeah, so now he's facing multiple charges. Good job, Florida man. Good job. Love it. He doesn't look like the brightest bulb in the batch. No, he does not. <laughs> um, yeah, what's funny is the employees, um, they didn't even realize that this was the car that was stolen from them. They just happened to check the VIN number. Which, yeah, I mean, you, you know, know, look up the Carfax or what have yeah. you. Carfax, you own this car. <laughs> it was stolen. You should have filed a report. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, Speaking of reports, we did get a few voicemails that came in during that last call. Oh, walk. God, I can only imagine. Eh, you know, what's the worst that could happen? Just more uh, more psychos. Maybe somebody with our side for yeah. once. Yeah. Huh? All right, let's, let, let's take a look. 
yeah, yeah. Hey, this is uh, Mac Cashman. Uh, you know, you, you know me, Mac. Um, and I, I gotta tell you, I, I mean, you guys have ruined my life. What? I mean, uh, ever since I started listening to the Warron Moron show, and, and I started calling in, it's like you're on a mission to to to, to just destroy me. I mean, I. I'm a, I'm a businessman. I'm an entrepreneur here in the community. And, you know, you, you try to make it sound like I'm some kind of uh, scam artist, you know, some kind Bar. of, some kind of grifter. I mean, you know, you, I had the, the, the restaurant where I sell in the, uh, you know, the, 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 the vegetarian chili that the had the beef in it. Chili? And you blew that up. You, you know, you, you blew it up and I, and I got, and, you know, I almost got shut down. You know, by the by, by the health department. I mean, just because I, you know, I, it says right on the box. You know, it's not graded for human consumption. I said, look, if it's not for human consumption, how can it be me? Uh, but but you know, anyway, I got in trouble for that. I I I almost went to jail over the thing with the uh, the Marines and the donations and the sure. you know not, not giving them any money. And and I mean, God, this latest thing. I mean, I, I'm trying to do a, a legitimate business. Selling people dog food and telling them it's uh, you know survival food or whatever, and, and you, you can get me shut down for that. I mean, everything I do, it's like you people try to shine the light, and, you know, or whatever, and, you know, into the darkness. And it's like I look, I'm not, I'm not in the darkness. I'm just, yes, a, I'm just a businessman. So I mean, uh, God, uh, you know, as many times as you get me sued, it's only fair that I get to sue you too. So, so I'm gonna call that guy that that, that Jimmy. And um, I, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna take, I'm, I'm gonna take your money and see how you like that. Great, you, you, you son of a bitch. I hope you do, Mac. I hope you do. I hope Jimmy, Jimmy, if you're listening, put Mac on the stand. <laughs> Please do. I, uh, he just confessed to like half a dozen crimes, like yeah, right there. Yeah, he'll be a fantastic witness. Oh yeah, you know, I almost got shut down by the health department. I was, I was only feeding people dog food. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. Just right, tell well, me there's no more of this shit. I've got one more, and then maybe we can wrap it. Alright. Um, right, here we go. Avast, cretins! It is I, the Steel City Enforcer, oh god, fearless guy. protector of my fair city and intrepid interceptor of evil across the fruited plain. Yeah, yeah, and I'm the South Florida Berserker. I've got a gun! <laughs> and together we represent. Good guys. Now, before you befoul our heroic name with your defamatory libel, be warned. Be warned that the gang of good guys do not take kindly to the War on Morons program. First and foremost, among a litany of grievances, is the way you have falsely labeled us as vigilantes. Yeah, yeah, see, we ain't criminals, Jack. We're the superheroes! You know, just just because I might could pistol whip some mook because he didn't wear his mask proper, or if I shoot a guy's windows out for not getting his vaccination, that don't make us a vigilante! We just try to keep everybody safe. Yes, and sadly for you, you will never be safe again. Oh, because please. we have placed oh, the war on morons atop the international batch of bad guys. What? And that means not only will we hunt you down, not only will we beat you to within an inch of your lives, oh. but all of our partner organizations will kick your ass as well and tease you uh, until you completely empty out your bowels and, and, and destroy you. And, and, and now, wait a minute, meathead. Captain Hollywood here of the West Coast gang of good 
chauvinist colleague haven't heard. But this time, we don't have to work outside the law. Because after every superhero in the USA joins that class action suit, Jay and Anissa are going to wish we had beaten that to a pole. <laughs> I like that one, Captain, but I'm still going to beat him to a fucking pulp! Okay, I mean, at this point, I'm... I, I mean, it, it was it was funny at, at one point, you know? Yeah, the but, batch of bad guys, I'm kind of a... I think that's pretty yeah, funny. Um, but, I mean, okay, so... They're all threatening to sue us or whatever, but, like, we've now got... Now they're threatening physical violence? We got a gang of deranged maniacs that think they're superheroes that want to kill us. We've got a, a satanic priest. Uh, we've got um, who, who else? We got a, a crazed pro wrestler that likes to beat up and, and, and apparently sexually assault people. Um, I don't want to be oiled up in the ring. No, um, like I, don't know, I think we should call Jimmy and, and sort this out because I I, I don't yeah, want to be in a courtroom with these people because I don't want to be in the same building is these people. Damn right. Damn right. Alright, so, let me find him here. I'm gonna give him a piece of my mind. Come on. Yeah, yeah hello? Yeah, hey, Jimmy! It's Anissa Yeah, and this James. is Jimmy James from... Wait, who's this? Anissa and Jay from the War on Morons. You, you had to be Oh well, I'll be damned. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks for uh, thanks for calling in. Uh, oh. How can I help you? How can you help us? Well, maybe well, you could start with not jimmying up a class action lawsuit against us. How does that sound for a start? Well, no, come on now, hold your horses. <laughs> now that was not my fault. You know, I, I took the case in order to help you out. You know, we, you know, we known each other a long time, and you know, I, I, I'm hearing all these people. They, they're saying horrible things about the war on morons. They're saying they want to, uh, they, they want to take you to the cleaners. They want. I mean, I, I, I had to, I had to step in and intercede. Uh, so, you know, I, I was kind of get out ahead of things a little bit, and that's why. You know, that's why we're filing that class action lawsuit against you. That's you, you uh, getting for, out uh, ahead of things by encouraging them to band together in a class action lawsuit? I mean, look, would, would you rather be sued by someone you know or, or someone you don't know? I'd rather not be sued at all. That's the whole point of this, Jimmy. Well, I mean, I gotta say, I mean, you, <laughs> you should have thought about that before you, you know, slandered all those people's reputations. They're, I mean, they're hopping mad. Okay, wait, a lot of these people slandered themselves. We didn't have anything to do with it. They called up the show. Well, you know, you can save that for the judge. Uh, but 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 actually, since he called, I, I, I kind of wanted to discuss some options with you. Uh, because, of course, as you know, here at James, Jameson, and Johnson, we have some fantastic, uh, we have some fantastic lawyers that can possibly represent you as your defense attorney, and, you know, make this whole thing go away. What do you say? You want to uh, want to retain our services? Wouldn't that be a conflict of interest? Look, we don't, we don't, we don't worry about conflict of interest. We worry about resolving the case in our client's favor. Which one? Now, well, I mean, like I said... We're here for you. I, I could represent you myself. You know, uh, I, I might even be able to give you a slight discount on the fee. 
A slight discount? Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was thinking about charging you three times as much, but maybe we can give you, well, three bucks off. Aha. Uh -huh. Okay. Well, I see how it is, you, Jimmy. I you really think you can, you, you really think you can screw me over, Jimmy I James? I told you not to say anything! I mean, <laughs> I'll see you in court. Great. Well, folks, we were originally planning uh, this little vacation after episode 100 to be two weeks, but um, I think we're going to have to contact a lawyer because uh, it might be longer. I, I don't know how we're going to do this, guys. Um, it, I, he seems very motivated. Um, I, I'm, I, I, mean, I, I just thought he wanted to pay us a little extra. I didn't. Holy crap. Well, thanks for, uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in for a hundred episodes. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we're, we're gonna be back, but we gotta figure this stuff out, guys. Stay tuned.